You are listening to a no-show radio production. Mind your ears while we unpack the unusual. After the quiet of a thousand nights falls upon your ears, an idea will betray you. Your secrets are not yours alone. An abyss opens beneath your cradle, and the torch will sputter into darkness. You will hold the myth of life in your hands, and you will drive the chariot of winter. Last time on Saul's Story. Hi. Uh. Wow. I didn't see any of that coming. The death of Felix has changed the story entirely. This time, I think he's really dead. What will Al and Jared do without their doctor? Listen, and we may just find out. Content warning. If you've made it this far into the house story arc, the worst has happened. However, be wary as the fated return of more death and violence that may be disturbing to some listeners. Welcome to Soul Story, a Through the Breach actual play podcast set in the world of Malifaux. Today I'm joined by... Spencer, playing Jared. Bam Bam, playing Albert Long. And I'm Alex, and I'll be your fate master today. It feels like he doesn't it. I don't like it was it. so that weird. I was waiting. Right. I know. I was waiting, and I'm just like, okay, my turn. Well, last we left off, Jared was carrying Al fireman style, mm-hmm. as they ran like the cowards they are. Mm-hmm. Cowards. <laughs> I think we'll just pick up right there. Oh, okay. So, at this point, Jared has been running long enough where he's working up a sweat. I think his, uh... I think his feet are starting to wobble. I, I think his, uh... His, his stride is growing uneven, but he's still going. Um, even though he's slowing down, he is going as fast as his feet can still carry him. He has yet to say anything. He is making a beeline for a civilized land, but more specifically, he has the three sisters in mind. So as you transition from Malifaux suburbia to proper city Malifaux, Mm -hmm. I just want a straight flip from you. You got it. That's the least straight flip of all. That is... How gay is it? That is... (laughs) It doesn't feel right anymore. Uh, (laughs) That is a one. A one of rams. As you're running through town, you do see the occasional guard. It's late. When you left, it was like nine o'clock at night. The town is sleepy. Even the gas lights are starting to be turned off at this point. Mm-hmm. Because there's no need for them. People are in bed. And you think you see guild officers pacing around. And when you blink with your one good eye, they're gone. Maybe it's just the paranoia from the house. Maybe it's just you're so tired. But at least there's no guild officers finding you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I imagine at this point, because with all the running, I imagine Al like the whole time has been yelling the best he can um, at Jared about stopping. And although he may have been like yelling to him to stop, part of him kind of like understanding wasn't really fighting Jared. I I feel like it's like a part mental battle on his own, like understanding, but also pissed off. So he wasn't fighting Jared, like, trying to, like, force himself down, but just yelling at him. And especially with, like, kind of, like, feeling how, 
like Jared slowing down. Um, so he made that kind of like, I can, I can walk now. I think those words take a second to register, but I think slowly but surely, Jared comes to a halt, kind of kneels down in a shaky manner, and uh, leans over as he tries to help Al down to his feet. Oh, God. (laughs) So, what's the plan now? Jared is going to straighten up. I think his his chest is going to rise and fall with labored breaths as he tries to reclaim his cool I think he's going to look around trying to figure out how close they are to the three sisters looking back to Al we're going to go see Rowan I'm going to have her take a look at you we're going to wait it out until morning And then I think we're going to part ways. So that's it. We leave the dock and we just part ways. I ain't leaving the dock. So you're going back for him? Yep. Well, then I suggest we get a good night's sleep. Jared is going to take another deep breath I think he's gonna look back the way they came for any obvious signs that they've been followed and then I think without a word he's just gonna keep on keeping on I think at this point he's he's not walking he's not jogging he's making his way quickly in the right direction. I'll be following behind. You guys are able to make it to the three sisters. No one's followed you. No one's interrupted you, which is so odd considering the shape you two are in. Yeah. Maybe there's something bigger happening tonight. Something that's distracting the law from your escapades but that doesn't matter not right now it really doesn't (laughs) it is late ruin it's is i think i said 10 10 or 11 in the evening the boys had been here previously they sat and were drinking and had a, a very merry day and then jared shouted for al and they took off You were busy doing paperwork, I think. Uh, Just general housekeeping stuff. You don't have to keep... You're a businesswoman. You don't have to keep their company all the time. Uh, And so I'm not sure what you you would be doing at 10 or 11 o'clock at night. I think your headless friend is probably hanging out. I can't... We gave him a name. I don't remember what it is. Headless friend. Simon, I'm sure, is nearby as well, keeping company. Actually, I imagine he's in the lap of Headless Friend. I can imagine that they have bonded. And I think Headless Friend... That Headless Friend is reading a book, even though there's nothing to read with. But he's going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Wherever you're at, this is what's kind of going on. I am humaning. Humaning. I, yeah. I think uh, your girls are still working. and may be late for the rest of the world, but everyone here is having a good time. Show. Um... Damn them. But yeah, what would Rowan be doing? I feel like Rowan would be doing just what you thought. She would be balancing the books um, or writing in a journal. Let's go with book balancing so it's specific. Cool. I like it. Lads, take it away. I always forget. Well, how are the door? Like, what's the entrance situation with three sisters? Is it like Western style double doors? Is the door Spencer, propped open? This is the. F- Season finale. God damn it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Unprofessional. <laughs> this is not in my contract. 
Oh shit! Uh, you know what's funny? I don't think we've ever described the front door, and this is. This I know. I know that I know what the back door looks like. The back door has like a little stoop, and we like <laughs> had a whole conversation about the back door. Totes. I know that I have a front door. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the front door looks however you want it to, Spencer. <laughs> well, I want to know if Jared busts in or if he shambles in. What does your heart tell you? I don't. He could do either <laughs> or. He's a sad man. He is a sad man. I think uh, in the evening, it's probably propped. Not like wide open, but at least invitingly so. Okay. Yeah. Well, then. Um, so Al is walking now. Um, Jared is going to shamble in. He is tired. I imagine he's a bit red in the face. I imagine he's sweating. I think his his hat's a bit crooked at this point. Uh, I think the bandages Felix applied to his eye are bleeding through in like scattered blotches. Like I, yeah, I, it's bad. Without making sure that Al is in tow, Jared is going to push his way to the bar <sighs> to meet his. Uh, I always forget her name. Hawk. Fancy f- Hawk. Yeah. That's sick as shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so he's... I don't even think he knows her name. I don't think it's important. <laughs> Season fucking but finale. He's, yeah, so he's he's gonna make his way to the bar. Is is Al gonna do anything? Uh, Al's, like, following currently. Uh, well, okay, so, no. If they're, like, you guys are, like, back at the brothel. Um, If he just goes straight to the to the bar uh then mm-hmm. he will actually like look to see uh because she's he would know where rowan's room is right yeah all right um so then al kind of taking a little bit of lead here seeing that jared's beelines to the fucking bar he's like okay mm-hmm. <laughs> um and we'll go to like knock on rowan's door that i imagine is closed yeah <laughs> Um, so once I hear the knock, I would just say, uh, who is it? Um, it's, it's Al. <laughs> this poor man. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, so I would get up, open the door, it, kind of take a look. What am I seeing? Is, what's, what does he look like? So Al's, like, bandaged up around the throat. <laughs> a lot of blood. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what just happened. This is great. <laughs> it looks bad. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure she would open the door and just kind of see all of the damage and go, "Oh my God, commit! What happened to you?" Uh, Jared, Jared's eye. We got Jared's at the bar. Okay, well let's go get him first. He's worse than you. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have an eye. Okay. <laughs> Fuck my life. Okay, let's go. So I also want to take a point. As these two horribly mangled men mm-hmm. have trounced through the common room of your brothel, it's gotten quieter. Oh, it's yeah? Not quite at a standstill, which almost makes it worse. Oh, God. There's a few, but I would say like the majority of them are whispering, like, oh my God, what happened? Who's this? Because this rowdy stuff happens. Wounded men just mm-hmm. coming in, ignoring the girl. Like, this is weird. Even though they recognize them at this point, uh, like, mm-hmm. okay, it's Jer, it's Al. We obviously know Al. <laughs> this is weird. And, but still, there's still a few people who just ignore it entirely and are still going to fucking town. So you have this overlapping of, like, giggles and moans and whatever, and then, like, these suspicious whispers happening. It's a weird tension. <laughs> oh, good. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm going to utilize a trick that I have used before. I'm going to send... Al to grab Jared, and then I'm going to tap on the bar and go, everybody gets one free drink, and then just make sure that everybody moves that way. I just really, I like that you're like the owner from Deadwood. It makes me very happy. It's great! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, assholes, go get drunk. I've got shit to do. (laughs) Much like before, it does work like a fucking trick, where the patrons holler and hoot, and the girls are like, woo! This is great. Because um, that's what sex workers sound like, I guess. Uh, all of them sound like white, trashed women. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
fuck. Every single one of them is named <laughs> Becky. It's fine. <laughs> Teal. Um, Mercedes. I could go on. Um, so, fuck me. Jared, you also hear this rowdiness. You hear the announcement of free mm. drinks, and you see Rowan with Al. So, I think with the wave uh, coming towards the bar, um, Jared is going to pick up the fucking pace. Um, he's going to, um, I think, kind of go to lean forward, but it ends up as sort of a lurch. And I think he plants his shaky hands against the bar, like, tightly, like, like his knuckles turning white that he does not, like, falter right now. Looking to Hawk, I think he's going to look... I, I think his half-gaze is sort of looking past her at this point. He pauses for a second as if he's unsure of what he's doing. And then uh, I think he's going to pipe up. I need coffee. <laughs> we can do that. So I'm going <laughs> to reach behind the bar and grab something that has a particularly high alcohol content. Okay. And then I'm going to... Is Jared able to walk? Are they both able to... I see that he has no eyes, so I'll probably like grab onto <laughs> him in some way for steering purposes. Okay. And then I'll take them to the back towards my rooms so I can make coffee and sit them down and clean them up. Okay. Hawk sees that you have the situation under control and kind of nods. Like, nods down to you and then nods up to Jared. Mm -hmm. Like, ah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Rough night, first time. Then goes about the hellscape that you just created for her. You have successfully distracted the main room once more from these assholes who keep fucking up your common room. <laughs> yep. God damn it. <laughs> Alright, so I think we're probably just gonna head them back into my room. Once I get them in there, I'll close the door. I'll probably sit Jared down at a table. I'll sit Al down at a bed. Um, headless homie is gonna put his book down, obviously. Except instead of putting it down, like, on a table, he's just gonna try to put it down, and it'll just drop and hit the floor. <laughs> Once everyone is seated, I would probably just turn around and go, okay, explain. So, uh, Jared is less predisposed to answer. I think he looks to Al and recognizes that his throat's been fucking slashed. <laughs> And I think that sort of inspires Jared to take the lead on this one. Headless homie's name is Peter. Peter, perfect. Peter. Thank God. Thank God we now know that very important NPC character's name. Nobody's dying or anything. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Less people will die now that we know Peter's got our back. <laughs> uh, Jared is going to lean forward, plant his hands against his knees. Someone has been coming to my room while I have been away for weeks now, leaving messages and things I thought were buried. He, and he's going to kind of um, roll his neck a bit, trying to release some of the tension building in his back as he talks. They took someone I... I and he's going to trail off there. We went to go save him. And... I... Felix is dead. Um, Al is... And he's going to nod towards Al. Uh, someone needs to check his back. He fell real hard. I, uh... <clears throat> and at that point, he just kind of... Uh, I think starts to close back into himself and just sort of looks towards the ground. Fuck my life. That's not Rowan, that's Brandy. Um, <laughs> so Rowan's probably going to take a minute to to absorb what just happened, because that's a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have like any of my character stuff in front of me at all. Um, yeah, no, hang on a second. I was planning like whatever you wanted to do, I'll just flip for you. Tonight. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to figure out where... 
I, I, we had spells for you. Yep, we have a heal spell. Excellent. Um, is, is there one that is in worse condition? Oh, shit. Here's some very big facts that we totally skipped over. Oh, wait, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when you opened the door, Al's eyes were bright blue. Yeah. They are glowing oh. blue. Glowing, yeah. And oh. when he turned around, his entire back is coated in blood. Great. But Good. he's walking too well for that to be his own blood. Or at least if it is his own blood, he has been recovered. He's been doctored. There's been something going on. He looks damaged to hell, but he's standing pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oddly so. Someone who's gone through this much should not be so well off. I think you've seen or heard rumors of this before. Okay. There's a nasty drug that gets dealt at the honeypot. I think you've had one or two girls leave you to go work for the honeypot and be sex workers over that way. They're called beckoners. Mm -hmm. And they too have this wonderful blue glow in their eyes. And it's just a drug substance that he's addicted to. So Al seems to be in worse shape, potentially mentally. Okay. Jared looks, you only have one or two hit points, right? So actually Jared is fully healed up. Oh shit. That's right. That was like the last thing he did. Yeah, Felix fixed him. Like, he's in bad shape as a character, but in terms of his health bar, he can still fight. Well, and I think Al's about the same, right? You're almost, <laughs> Al's you're, the same because Al's regenerating. <laughs> yeah, throughout this time, if you, you would be at full hit points. So while the magic you have and the, your skills that you have, you can't fix a voice. You can't right. replace an eye. <clears throat> So I would say, like, for roleplay purposes, you can care for them, but that's not something that can be right. fixed. Okay. Hmm. Well, aren't we in a spot? <laughs> I'm just jumping into a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> yep, I didn't tell you anything. <laughs> On purpose. You're an ass. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So I think probably once she sees that both of them are at least to the point where they don't need immediate doctoring. I think probably the first thing she would want to do is get both of them clean, like cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Make sure that they have, you know, clean clothes, that sort of thing. Obviously, they're not going to be able to, or at least Al's not going to be able to like consume anything due to the throat damage. So, um, and that's probably the last thing on their minds right now. I would assume that they both need rest of some kind. So I would probably ask first if there was anything, is there anything I can do? Do you need me to help you with something? What's, <laughs> I'm at a loss here. At this point, Hawk too knocks on your door and delivers the coffee. Excellent, I would let her in, tell her thank you. Who is Hawk? What is her significance? Oh, Hawk is the bartender. Excellent, thank you. Just, who are you again? Right, okay, thank you. <laughs> Great, thanks for the coffee. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> So I would take that from her. I would probably pour some for Jared and give it to him. Um, I would probably send Peter out to go get fresh clothes, fresh bandages to see if they needed bandages replaced. And then I I don't know. I would probably ask for more details. Felix is dead. You're going to need to explain some things a little better. Where, what happened? Where were you? Jared is going to reach out to take the coffee. I think at this point he's been sitting for a short bit, enough to Mm -hmm. kind of like compose himself. He's been running all night. I I don't, I don't know who he, who he is. He signed his, his notes, rat. Um, PR. PR. I thought the last one said pack rat. God, because now you got me thinking, like, how much did he actually read those fucking notes? That's true. Jared doesn't really give a shit. <laughs> One of them he just fucking threw. Like, I don't even think he read it. So when he mentioned, when Jared mentions that this guy has been coming into his room, is his room still at the brothel or is it somewhere else? Are we yep. talking about a different room? It is, is, this it is a threat right upstairs. To... It's the one upstairs. So it's a threat to my location. Yes. Yeah. Okay. From there, we went. It's it's this 
address. I, I, I knew the street. Um, that that place. It, it, uh, <clears throat> there, there was blood all over. There were... Uh, the whole place was rigged up with... Uh, uh, and he kind of shudders, I think, thinking back to the fact that he was useless for half the fucking time. Seeing Jared, like, struggle through this, he'll kind of, like, try to chime up and just, you know... It, um, pretty much was a shit show. We kind of... Yeah, thanks, Sal. Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> I was not best with words, okay? Keep going. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure the whole thing was set up for our failure. Yeah, it just, um, it's real fucked up. Moving mannequins, blood on the walls. I think just Rowan's eyes are kind of getting wider and wider as she's taking in all of this information. She's realizing that there might be some sort of danger to, like, her place, her home that she's created. I'm assuming that both of them are exhausted. They, it sounds like Spencer had been running all evening, or Jared. Okay, so mm -hmm. they're both. I would assume the first thing would to do would be, she would be like, okay, well, let's get you taken care of. Let's get you into some rest. Let's get you into a bed so you can both rest and then we can regroup and talk more after you've rested. Oh. Um, Rowan, could I just borrow a knife? For why? It's something important I have to do. Yes, what kind of knife do you need? Just any knife, please. She has a small pen knife at her side. She takes it out of her belt and gives it to him. And like, when he goes to take it, she grabs his hand. She has no idea what's happening. So she just kind of grabs his hand and gives him the don't fuck something up stare. No, so Al will take the rifle from his back and the four notches that were on it puts the fifth notch going across and hands back the knife. Thank you. So she'll take it back and put it at her belt. You're welcome. Brandy, high or low? Um, hi. The name doesn't sound familiar to you. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> they both have rooms at the place, right? They do. Mm -hmm. You offered it to them as a like reward for helping them find That's Briar. right. I think I would kind of do some some switching around because obviously this this dude that Jared's talking about knows where he is now and knows the location or has known for some time. So I would probably move them closer to where I am. And then I would also give them Peter. Rowan, there's only one room available tonight that you could switch them with. Mm -hmm. And that is Alice's old room. Ah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, since this this person, this rat, has been sen sending you things to your room, I the most safety I can offer to you, Jared, is to switch you to someone. I have Alice's old room. You don't need to stay there if you don't want to, but it's open if you need it. I can also provide a small amount of protection through Peter. So... At that, um, Jared, who has been nursing his coffee uh, in an effort to steady his nerves without dulling his senses, um, I think he's going to nod a few times. I have some, uh, I got some things up there I gotta clear out, but, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd appreciate it. And at that, he's going to look to Al. What about you? Um, if it's okay with you both, could I just, before you take the room, I just need a minute. Rowan would probably reach out to, to, to put her hand on Al's shoulder and just give it a really gentle squeeze and go, of course you can. Um, and so Al kind of, like, I mean, he'll like, you know, look and kind of like give a pause to Jared 
uh, like Casey needs to say anything, but then he would make his way to just kind of sit in Alice's room for a minute. What is Al thinking about? Al is thinking about, so in Al's mind, I've kind of like decided that, not that Al isn't, he's a positive person, but knowing the guilt and also learning that, you know, Alice, Ronan, like, you know, they, they do magic and knowing what the guild does or can do to people who are magic users has more or less kind of accepted that he's not getting Alice back. And then also with losing Felix, uh, and now they're kind of want to go back, basically, it sounds like go back and fight. He knows it definitely seems like what Jared wants to do, and he's not going to let Jared do it alone. Uh, Al is scared. Al has allowed himself to get close to all of these people, despite what he kept telling himself not to do. And he's afraid of losing Jared as well. Because as far as friends his entire life, these have been the only people he has had close to him. Alan Rowan, how long do you guys let him have that moment? You mean Jared and Rowan? Yep. <laughs> Jared and Rowan, how long do you let him have that moment? Um, personally, I would let him have as long as he needs uh, within reason. Because I, mm-hmm. I see the need for them to, to rest and to kind of, you know, just drop from exhaustion for a bit. And then they can kind of sort of go into a plan. So I'd just let him go for a while Jared would finish his coffee and if nothing else was said he would take the mug with him stand up I'm gonna go clear out my room and then um, I don't I don't know what you have for uh, security here but I would I don't know <laughs> and he kind of trails off at that he 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 has no fucking idea. I would probably turn to Peter and say, Jared, Peter can stay with you for the evening. I feel safe myself. So if you need, if you feel a need for protection, Peter can be with you. Jared is going to nod simply and then move to exit Rowan's room, I think. He would pause, look back, Uh, thank you for letting us stay as long as we have I I, I think this might be our last night Um, so that news would kind of hit Rowan a little bit these two have become kind of close to her she feels the need to protect them Um, so I think she would just kind of nod and try to keep that tough exterior that she likes to keep and go you're welcome let me know if there's anything else you need Jared in an effort to try to uh, maintain something close to courteous I think he's gonna dip his crooked hat and I think he's gonna make his way for the stairs How do you guys spend the rest of your evening? So, Jared is going to go into his room. He's going to check every drawer. Big thing. The notes he discarded earlier. He is going to reach and collect everything that the pack rat gave him. And I think moving to sit at the end of the bed briefly, I think he's going to read over the last note. And I think he's going to retrieve the lock of red hair, kind of separating it from the notes. I think he's going to hold there for a moment, looking off into space. But finally, I think he's going to tuck the notes into the pocket of his duster in case he needs them, ideas kind of rolling in his mind. Then I think he's going to go to the bedside table. He's going to 
retrieve his old journal, uh, open up the front cover, and uh, I think he's going to tuck the red hair safely in the leather sleeve before taking the journal with him and leaving the room. That's all you take? Um, well, let's, <laughs> well, let's see. Did he leave a gun behind? Did he... God, because he has the badge in his pocket. He has the journal. He has his hat. He has his coat. He has his duck, uh, dusters. Sounds like that's everything he's ever owned. Sounds like everything he's ever owned. So, with, with what little he had cleaned out of the room, he's going to go to meet up with Al. And we see the camera as he leaves the room, all bare except for a gift basket, left alone in the corner. Oh my god! Goodies from the Star Night or the Starlight Theater. Yeah, he's gonna wear his band T-shirt <laughs> to the final fight. <laughs> he's I want to see it. Fan art. It's fine. Just leaving magical items behind. It's no big deal. He Fuck doesn't know that they're magic. He- <laughs> He doesn't okay. listen to music. He doesn't understand <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> Two ears and a heart, don't I? Okay. Please continue. I just had to, had to make sure that shit was getting left behind. <laughs> yes, he has he has the photo in his in his billfold, but he's leaving the autograph, the shirt, and the poster. Cool. Oh my gosh, that picture means so much more now. <laughs> Maybe he'll make, like, a saint, and he'll just tack the poster on the wall of the rat house. Just, like, right on the front door. Because, yeah, if you guys ever use it, it goes away. Yep, okay. Oh my god, this is awful. (laughs) So, yes, he has has the photo, but everything else from the opera house, he, uh... He leaves be... It sounds like... it's, It's canon. There's no reason. Jared doesn't give a fuck. Okay, so the only reason he would give a fuck, not that I think he's going to bring the gift basket to the rat house, but he is clearing that room out. So when he was grabbing up everything, mm. Uh, mm-hmm. like, he is he is clearing it out so that, because his person. expectation is that he's leaving. Yeah. So I think he brings the basket with him, but I don't think he knows what to do with it. Okay. Uh, so I'll definitely he'll go in the room. Um and I'd like to, uh, unless you kind of just want to make him able to do it, it'd be cool, but I can flip for it. Um, I'd like Al in like his desperation um, and also kind of with the practicing he's been doing, have an image of Alice sitting on the bed. I want you to flip for it. Okay. But I'll give you advantage or a plus flip to it. Are the, is it I think that's our last card. Okay, go ahead and shuffle. Take a uh, card from the twist or from your cheat oh, decks. Unless, like, because mine could be glitching. Spencer, is that, in fact, the last card? Because mine glitches sometimes when I switch back and forth. Well, I already pulled a cheat card, so don't... <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, Fuck okay, that, that is the whole thing. <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure. God damn it. I'm not giving this back. This is a nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Is a... Ten of Crows... What does the spell need? Oh shit, you're right. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Like it's nice, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> I I forgot that they need specific things. I'm so listen, I'm used to like D and it's just like mm, I rolled do this. I do it? I did it. <laughs> the target number he would have gotten, but it does require masks. So I, and I don't have a mask to cheat in, so it will not go off. I think this is also on par. For Al, while you've been trying and you've been practicing, you're still just struggling to launch a successful spell. And I think you're just too wrought with emotion right now to be able to put the dedication and the focus you need into this magic. But I think you also don't need magic. I think you're able, with your third eye, to imagine her being there. And you know she's not, but you can smell the way her hair smells. And you can hear her laugh faintly in the back of your mind. And she's sitting there staring at you and reaching for your hand. 
Um, so I'll, I'll, you know, reach out towards her and, and it's like the part where I'm hoping Rowan hadn't gone too far, but just. Nope, she's around. Definitely like, well, I didn't know like how close she'd be because definitely like audible enough for Al and his voice currently. Um, well, I'm protective and I'm also pretty nosy. So as soon as I figured out that you were going to, to Alice's room, I was probably like, I should probably make sure he's okay. <laughs> um, so Shit. Al reaching out for her hand. Uh, eyes still glowing, but tears will fall from his eyes. Just. I should have told you sooner. I need you. Please. Rowan would probably be kind of just know nosily hovering in the doorway not like not trying to like intrude upon his moment but just to be like is he gonna be okay and once she kind of sees what is happening she'll probably just go in and put her hand on his shoulder again I miss her uh, hearing like her words and like uh, her hand on his shoulder Al's just gonna collapse to his knees and cry Rowan would probably just do one of those awkward over-the-shoulder hugs and just kind of let him cry <laughs> it out for a while. She would probably cry a lot, too. I like the idea of fading on that scene for that night. Is there any particular way you'd set up for the for the more, for your slumber, anything like that? Uh, for Al, no. I mean, for Al, he would, like, when it's when they're done with their crying sesh, <laughs> he would just kind of head to bed and just lay there for a bit. Jer, are you going to go spoon him? Um, <laughs> so, Jer, uh, how how long is the crying sesh? Oh, sorry, are we are we I... like interrupting your sleep, Jared? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I imagine Jared was not in the room for that. I imagine that, like, like Rowan going in there was, like, before Jared coming out of his own room. Um, so I'm wondering how long the session lasted. I mean, I don't think it was, like, super long, but it also wasn't, like, a quick thing. Like, Al's... Al's feeling some feels that he hasn't before. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely like having a breakdown moment. Mm-hmm. So I like, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like it lasts like, a, you know, too long of a time, but it definitely does last a bit. So uh, Jared, who would, I think, mean, not stepping in, I think he would wait outside, uh, and I think as, as the moments passed on. I think Jared um, would set the basket down on the ground uh, because he's tired of holding it. And I think he would move to like with his back against the wall, kind of like shimmy down to sit on that kind of upper platform outside the rooms. And I think just sitting there next to the basket, next to the door, as he waited for them to be done, I think Jared starts flipping through the journal rereading I think he starts at around the time he met Brecca and I think from there he just kind of idly flips through um, from when he met Brecca to when he met Felix to the weeks that have recently happened and try to kind of recenter himself as, as soon as Rowan leaves, as soon as Rowan departs, yeah, Jared would join. There's a chair in there, right? All the rooms have, like, sofa chairs. A single chair. A single bed. <laughs> a single chair. Yes. No, this is important. Okay. It's a little Jared rickety is... in this one. I wonder why. Okay. Oh, ooh hoo hoo um, Jared is going to sleep in the fucking chair. That is a character trope of his I haven't been able to flex. No, I did. I flexed it once. 
Yeah, he sleeps in chairs. Um, He's super weird about sleeping in beds when he does sleep in beds. He's super weird about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's going to sleep in the chair. Um, there's a dresser. Yeah. Basic sure. questions. Yes. Okay. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Um, so after Ron leaves, he's going to push the dresser in front of the door. Peter's in there with them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Peter's with them. Al's in the bed. The dresser's in front of the door. Jared's in a chair and they're going to sleep. Thank you. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Thanks. Do, 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 do. It's fucking morning, motherfuckers. The The evening went by quickly. You guys probably closed your eyes and just the weight of the world took you down. Probably thought you'd never sleep again. And there you are. And you blink and it's morning. You hear birds singing as if last night didn't happen. The sunlight pouring in through the window. It's already a little warm, a little humid. No one tried to enter your room. Peter stood watch the entire night. The window remains closed. And Rowan, for your sake too, you didn't hear any news of someone trying to break in. You didn't hear any news of your girls saying like a weird report, anything like that. It seems like it was a totally normal night. Okay. So I think that Rowan would be up probably a lot earlier than everybody. A, just because that's her custom and B, because like she's got planning to do. What's she planning? Well, A, she's got to make mom backpacks, obviously. Got to have snacks. Yeah. Cheez-Its. They need to have some fruit snacks, and they need to have some crackers. And, and Kleenexes. Yeah, if somebody gets a runny nose. <laughs> um, well, she would probably be creating like something with bandages, some kind of antiseptic. Um, anything that she can think of that would aid them in whatever she thinks is happening. She doesn't quite know what is happening, but it sounds pretty close to doom. So she's going to be like, okay, well, here's a hopefully please don't die bag. How many of those bags do you make? Um, or how many of those kits? Two, but I have enough to make three. High or low? Low. You make three. Okay. I'll give stats once it's delivered. Great. But you you make the three packs. Great. Hooray. Um, I think she would also prepare... Um, she would probably have already sent food of some kind and coffee up to their room. So it's waiting for them when they're ready for it. Okay. She would probably have pulled in Hawk the bartender, who I'm assuming is kind of like a, a second-in-command sort of person. Up to you. Um, I would probably pull her in and I would probably pull in one more person, probably like my my head worker. Your 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 best gal since Al has or Alice has left is Madeline. So I would kind of pull them in and just kind of tell them to do what what we need to do to secure like the perimeter of the house, increase safety measures. I don't think there's any kind of protection spell that I can cast. I don't think that's in my wheelhouse. Mm -mm. So I would probably just do as much as I can on the admin side to make sure. This is what she's been doing all morning while they're sleeping. She's setting up security. She's um, putting all these measures in place. She's packing things for them and basically just waiting for them to get up. Jared and Al, who wakes up first? Jared, probably. I, I think at this point he's he's like paranoid and alert and having nightmares so i imagine he just wakes up in a start and and just oh it's morning now time to be up so i imagine he gets up rocks out of his chair i think it takes him a moment to like orient himself he's in a new room and I think he reaches up slowly and with the tips of his fingers kind of dabs the bandages over his eye, kind of, oh yeah, that's, that's what happened. Not used to that odd stinging feeling? Not used to it at all. Still dressed, he's going to fix the hat atop his head, walk over to the bed, and shake Al by the ankle. So Al, <laughs> due to everything that happened, that will startle him out of sleep. <laughs> and kind of like look at Jared. 
give him like a knowing nod of like, oh, fuck, right, yeah, it's time to get up. <laughs> Painfully make his way up. Because I imagine just like, because I don't know what they'd have other than like booze for like pain relievers. So I imagine he wakes up and he's just like, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he'll get up and kind of like, you know, nodding to Jared. Also do a little dab like at his throat and just... And then I imagine also reaching into his coat pocket since it is the next morning. Yeah, um, go ahead and give me that centering check. I don't think it matters. Um, whatever happens, <laughs> yeah, happens. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Cool, because that's an ace, so I don't, I don't think it matters Yep. Much. You, you got that itch, boo. Yeah, he's gonna, you know, give the old nom. Jared, you see this? Yeah. Um, he pulls a sugar cube from his jacket pocket. Yeah, so Jared is going to stare at Al, and before Al manages to, uh, you know, ingest it, Jared is going to start moving towards the dresser to move it back out of the way. Remember what Felix told you about that. <laughs> oh my god, Jared, mind your own fucking business. <laughs> <sighs> Why, why did it say... Why, God damn, why did it say anything? Why did it say anything? <laughs> <laughs> Will this have been before or after he put it in his mouth? Oh, Jared, Jared said it as he was, like, reaching to put it in his mouth. Oh, you ass. Because uh, at that, he will, he'll hesitate. <laughs> because Jared's a dick. He'll hesitate. <laughs> um, the, all, Like, him knowing, like, what this stuff, like, how it makes him feel like you know look up to jared and if we're gonna do what we're gonna do i need this so uh jared um who is now adjusting the dresser like back in place sort of neatly is going to not say anything as he moves to the door and as he motions for the knob he's gonna look over his shoulder I think they left coffee outside. And I think, like, with getting up and following him, he'll definitely wait until Jared's not actively looking at him, but he will put it in his mouth. <laughs> Tell him what happens. Your brilliance condition goes up to six. Mm -hmm. Halfway to dead. <laughs> I, I, I got this under control, okay? I can stop anytime I want. <laughs> Sounds like it, bud. You go down to the common area, and the the girls haven't quite woken up yet. It was a pretty rowdy night the night before. Plus those free drinks, man. Mm -hmm. Even if they mm -hmm. were just one. Free drinks are free drinks. Hawk is still there, of course, as our steadfast NPC would be. But is not really too interested in engaging with you guys. Again, she made you bitches breakfast. Rowan seems to be busy. You hear her talking, and, and she seems to be conducting business in her room. Being old boss lady. So, um, Jared is going to lead the way to an empty table. He's going to sit down. I think after breakfast, I don't think he's really regarding Al right now. <laughs> he sits down at the table. He's full. He's had his coffee. Uh, with the basket left upstairs where it belongs, um, he's going to set his journal um, against the table, um, open it up to a fresh page, um, reach into his coat to retrieve his, his old fountain pen, and he's gonna start writing away. Al, Al can do whatever the fuck he pleases, apparently. Oh my gosh, Spencer, stop it. You both are being little bitches, knock it off. Nope. <laughs> Rome, by the time you can finish conducting your business, you see the lads out in the common area. Okay. Not engaging. Figures. All right, um, once I finish with my business, I would probably pick up the packs that I packed for them, noticing that they're not really doing anything or communicating with each other. I would come and give each of them one good morning. I don't know what today holds for the two of you, but, and I don't know what you have in your possession, but I slide the packs across the table. Here are some basics. You'll be able to patch up wounds if you need. There's food. This should at least help you on your journey. Jared is 
going to uh, look back up to Rowan with his half-gaze. And he's going to... Shut up. And he's going... (laughs) It's like, yeah, it is. And he's going to nod firmly. We appreciate it. Putting down his pen for a moment, he will um, reach over to inspect the pack. As he opens it up to see what's inside, I think he's going to look back up to Rowan. Would you like to sit with us? At that, she would probably look to Al to kind of see, just to kind of gauge what he, how he's feeling this morning. So I, I feel like, like, kind of like looking at Al, he's kind of done, not a complete 180, but he definitely is not how he was, like, you know, the night before. Because he definitely will, like, give you, like, a smile and, like, nod at you, you know, of, like, a obviously fucking sit down with us. Okay, and Rowan has seen the effects of whatever drug he's on before. She knows the symptoms and the side effects, right? No. So you've heard tale of it. That's like the bigger thing is that when you've passed by the honeypot on rare errands, you've, you've seen people who are like this. You don't know what happens to them in the end. You don't know really what the drug's called. Like, there's a kind of a surface level of like, oh yeah, sure, everyone knows what blah 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 means but it's like you don't know much about besides that it exists it's a drug drugs are bad okay Okay. thanks nancy reagan (laughs) with the smile she would probably sit down yeah so jared will take one of the packs and kind of tuck it under his arm standing up from the table like so with one hand occupied he's going to close his journal stuff it back into the inside pocket of his duster. He's going to do the same with his pen. Um, He's going to motion for Al to take another one. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to look to Rowan. I, uh, I have some shopping to do, but, uh, and he's gonna pause and I think he's gonna look around, um, kind of wary of who is around them. But I think ultimately he uh, looks back. We're going after this guy. And I think if it ain't too much trouble, Felix and his magic uh, saved us on uh, more than one occasion. So if you were so willing, I think we'd both be happy to uh, have you along for this one. Rowan would kind of would be listening the, to, to what Jared is saying and then just her eyes would widen a little bit and she would take a deep breath and look at both of them kind of square shoulders a little bit and just nod and then she would say what are the next steps Jared with his pack under his arm is going to reach back and pat his wallet in his pocket I, uh, I know a place we can go to. We went in there unprepared once, and he's going to look to Al. Assuming you're on board for spending a bit of money, I don't think we should go in there unprepared again. I'll go dirt broke if it means this fucker dies. Jared, in kind of an uncharacteristic show, is gonna smile at that. Yay! <laughs> and then look back to Rowan. You know a place called, uh... Well, it's, it's just called Guns. <laughs> she would nod. Yes. Yes, I, I know that place. Well, uh, I'm gonna take Al here over there. Yeah, you can come with us, or, uh, we can meet up after. Whatever you gotta do. I'll need to stay and make preparations here, but if you want, you can take Al and come back. Do you need more money? Um... <laughs> Jared is going to look to Al. We, uh, we're all set. All right. I'll prepare to leave and be ready when you come back. That sounds fine. I think that's a good place to call this. Let's say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye forever. See you tonight. Hey there, gorgeous. Thanks for listening to us today. And if you like this episode, why don't you go ahead and subscribe? You might as well rate and review us while you're at it. Now, if you're looking for updates, 
can find us at soulstorypod.com. In case you were looking to stay in touch, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at soulstorypod. Now, if you wanted to keep in touch with all of us folks personally, you can find us on Twitter. You can find Moose at Mooseyfo, Spencer at Spare Bear the Meek, the lovely man who plays yours truly, Albert Long, at Hot Bam with three M's, Logan at KOTL of the Light, and Alex at Roll for Alex. And as always, I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs>